Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elian Noah in the near side, cuts it to 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15-10. Five reaches the end zone. Touchdown, Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Well, as we uh, dive into hour number two, Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprano will be with you until 11 o'clock. This portion of the show brought to you by our good friends, the Lolita's Mexican Food. Appreciate all their uh, great sponsorship of high school sports here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, we're going to go out to an old friend now, and uh, uh, this is the the dean of uh, the man that uh, covers high school sports in, in San Diego. Anybody needs to know something, they dial this man up. That's why we're dialing him up tonight. The uh, great writer for the Union Tribune, John Maffey, joins us on 97.3 The Fan. Fee, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. I was wondering who you were talking about. <laughs> hey, a lot of things going on right now. I want to start... Uh, uh, this week uh, with the Poway head coach, uh, 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 Scott Coates, uh, uh, announced his uh, retirement, not resignation, but retirement, and he'll finish out this year, but uh, done a pretty good job overall there, and uh, the Titans are playing good again this year. They won a league title a year ago, but uh, he's had enough. Yes, and, and kind of, and you know, Scott's kind of an interesting guy, and, and I, I really do, I mean, you know as well as anyone, you know, retirement is you know is is a great word for you know I, I you know I'm I'm getting let go or I don't get along with management or whatever. But in this case, I really do believe him. He's he's got two children in the you know in the ten to seven range. He's already has his uh, degree in uh, in administration, and you know for uh, for teachers, the best way to make money you know is to get into administration. That's that's where the, that's where the money is in education, and so I, in this case, I really do believe him. I think that's the direction that he wants to go. Well, uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, they're able to finish off in fine fashion for him. We did one of their games earlier this year. They actually got beaten that opener by Granite Hills, but uh, I thought that uh, from what I saw, I thought that team was pretty well coached. And uh, again, they won a, a league title a year ago, and they very well could be in the mix for one uh, again this year. You know, John, I wanted to go through the. Uh, the uh, the Union Tribune rankings because uh, myself and Braden we uh, we vote in it. Uh, you, I believe, have thirty one people that vote in it, and you know I think it's really hard to argue uh, with what Helix has done the last few weeks, beating Cathedral Catholic and Saint Augustine in back to back weeks. Uh, uh, they're number one. Then you got Cathedral Catholic at number two, uh, Saint Augustine number three, Carlsbad number four. They're sitting at four and one right now. Steel Canyon number five, Grossmont number six, Lincoln. 
7, Oceanside 8, Mission Hills 9, and Torrey Pines 10. Uh, and I, I think those are good rankings. And the thing that gets me, and you've noticed this as well, I would imagine, because you're jumping around to different websites, and you know, there's so many people out there putting together rankings now. Yet they never see these teams play. They're just going on what they're hearing. And, you know, everyone that votes in your poll is somewhere on a Friday night watching some of the better teams in, in town. Yes, and, and, and honestly, that's, that's what I like about this. And, and when, I, you know, when I suggested this poll you know, to, to Jess Kearney at the UT that, that we do you know, kind of an Associated Press kind of poll where, you know, where we, you know, my opinion counts. Your opinion counts, but does it count more, you know, more than anybody else's? And and so I really tried hard to line up people that get to games and and see things and 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 you know in doing so, you know, my prejudice, you know, if I have a prejudice against a team, good or bad, I see I see somebody in a good night and you see them on a bad night. You know, I, I might rank them, you know, three, and you rank them seven. Well, it kind of can, you know, it, 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 you know, they probably land where they should, and you know, at a at a four. But uh, so that's what I like about it. It 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 overcomes prejudices. We have people from, you know, northeast, south, and uh, in, in the city. Uh, we have writers. We have broadcasters. We have administrators. So I I think it's a really good you know cross section of the county. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. And, uh, you know, you put the list in there each and every week. So if anybody's got a, a bone to pick, they know who to at least talk to. We're visiting with John Maffey from the Union Tribune here on 97.3 The Fan. Now, I want to ask you about this poll that came out this week. It's the CIF uh, Power Rankings poll. And they've got Helix 1, Steel Canyon uh, jumping up to number 2, Carlsbad 3, Saints 4, Santana 5, Scripps Ranch 6. And we can go on and on, but I'll be honest with you, I was a little surprised, not that they don't have a good team because they do steal Canyon, but boy, after seeing the eyeball test, you'd certainly think it'd be Helix Cathedral Catholic, especially with the, the wins that they've had early in the year, and, and the Saintsmen who, you know, were undefeated until last week against Helix. Yes, and, and I think, yeah, and if you look closely at, at, the, at, these, at these playoff rankings right now, they're 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 kind of flawed, and and the first week usually is flawed. Uh, you know, Cathedral Catholic strength of schedule is an eight point five. Well, they played two teams that were nationally ranked, huh. and so I have to think that they aren't getting the you know the strength of schedule that they should. I mean that 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 should probably be a double that 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 should be at least a a, a fifteen or a sixteen. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, Helix is at a twelve. That's that's close. I don't think I, but I think that's a, even a little high for them. Uh, you know, Saints. And people have talked about you know their lack of uh, strength of schedule, and they're at a five. Uh, and you know, so that's probably pretty close. But Steel uh, Cathedral is the one that's really, uh, I think, and and Mission Hills at a fifteen with a minus one point one strength of schedule. And you know, and their schedule has been much tougher than that. So I, I think you'll see an adjustment in the second and third weeks of this thing, and it'll 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 completely change. Hey, what team out there so far this year has kind of surprised you? You know, uh, it, it's I, I think Helix has surprised me, and that uh, and and that they played so well. 
you know, I expected them to play well, but boy, to beat you know Cathedral and and Saints on back-to-back weeks is is, is very surprising. Carlsbad has been a surprise. Grossmont has has been a surprise, uh, and uh, and even Oceanside. Uh, a lot of the coaches had, had said uh, through the summer that Oceanside had its, has its mojo back, and I saw them uh, play La Costa last week in a four overtime game, where a big old lineman kicked a forty four yard field goal to tie the game and send it in overtime at you know at the gun. So uh, maybe the Pirates do have their mojo back. Hey, let me ask you, since you were at that game, tell me about Ozzie Nicholas, that linebacker for LaCosta Canyon. Ozzie Nicholas, the, the, the best compliment that Ozzie Nicholas could get was after the game, uh, Kavika Tua, the outstanding running back from Oceanside, and scored the winning touchdown. You know, I went up to him and I, you know, I said, you know, hey, Vic, you know, hey, nice game. You know, tell me, you know, tell me what you saw on the, on the touchdown run. And you know, so he describes it, and you know, he you know, he got a great block, and then he just, he, you know, before before we're, you know, before I I turned to walk away, he goes, he says, Mr. Maffey, he says, I got to say one thing. I said, what's that? And he goes, Ozzy Nicholas is a dog. <laughs> and, you know, and he said, man, he said he said I have so he said he hit me hard, he hit me, you know, he hit me fast, and he said everything was clean. He you know he hits you, he helps you up. In the end, you know, and he's telling you, "Hey, nice run, good," you know, and I'm telling him, "Good hit." And he said, "He said he is a, you know, he is a player." And I, you know, he said, "I could not respect a guy more than that." And you know, and that's coming from, you know, from an opponent. So, yeah, I, I think that tells you all you need to know about Ozzy Nicholas. We're visiting with John Maffey from the Union Tribune here on ninety-seven-three, the fan. You know, I, I think right now, you know, to me. And again, I don't want to demean Steel Canyon because they won a state title a couple of years ago. And Coach Longerborn out there does a hell of a job. There's no question about that. And everything will probably filter out come league time because they're in a very difficult league with, with Helix and, and Granite Hills. And, uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. But right now, I look at the three top teams, and I've, I haven't seen Saints, but I know what they've got, and I've seen tape of them. Boy, it, it looks like a three-team race in the county for the open division title right now with Helix, Cathedral Catholic, and Saints. It does, and 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 the coaches that I've talked to outside of those top three, you know, and, and they all go, "Boy, who wants to be number four <laughs> in, in the in the four-team open division?" And you know, and and I was talking to uh, Jerry Schneep at the CIF office, and he and he goes, "Well, you know, it's same thing. You know, when it was an eight-team division." In the open, nobody wanted to be an eight. So you know we we've cut it in half. But you know, thinking that we we're going to get four really good teams, and this is the year where there there are there are three really good teams, and then a bunch of teams at that four five spot who are re, who are good. You know, no, no question about it. Carlsbad, I've seen them play. They are a good team, but you know, but they fall short of of the top three. Hey, John, last question I got for you. When they went from eight down to four last year, did you like the way that worked? You know, I, I, initially, no. Uh, I, I, I thought it was kind of a, uh, you know, a, a chicken way out. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. But as it played out, I did. I, I, I came to like it. And, and I told uh, you know, Jerry Schneef to come here. I, 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 Jerry, I don't, I don't really care for this, but... You know, he goes, well, let, you know, let it play out. Let, let's see what happens. And it, it gave them a week off. 
they were able to play the open division game on a on a Friday night. It was a Friday night or Saturday night, but they were able to play it by themselves. They didn't have to wait for the game before that to get open and the stadium to clear and all that. The open division was was a feature game, and so from that, I think it I think it worked out. Uh, and and quite honestly, you know the way that things worked, the eight was rarely if they played a uh, hundred times, ninety nine out of a hundred, one would have beaten eight. So I I think. In hindsight, what I didn't like turned out that I did like it. Well, I thought it went pretty well last uh, year. I think everybody's always concerned. They move around, they change playoffs, this and that, and how they do the rankings. And, you know, hey, it's something to discuss and uh, uh, talk about from time to time. You just hope to get all the right teams in there more than anything else. Hey, John, thanks for the time tonight, and uh, keep up the good work and hope to see you on the sidelines here uh, very soon. Sounds good. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. You're welcome. John Maffey, outstanding writer who covers uh, preps and been doing it for a long time in San Diego from the Union Tribune, and uh, uh, great to have him on. He's a wealth of knowledge. We'll take a time out. When we come back, we're going to start jumping around the county. We'll get to uh, North County, we'll get to East County, and we'll get to the South Bay. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprenant, going to 11, right here on 97.3. The Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. As we roll to the top of the hour, Braden Soprano going to join me uh, shortly, but our high school football show sponsored by the Eric Parade of Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student-athletes? Register to screen your teen on October 6th at epsavealife.org slash lefan. As a promise, we're going to jump around the county. We'll go from North County to uh, East County down to the South Bay, and again tomorrow night, We'll have that big ball game for you between the Benita Vista Barons coming in at three and two, going down the road to take on the Hilltop Lancers four and one, and we'll have it for you on the Radio.com app. Braden Soprano, yours truly, will have the call starting at seven o'clock. But right now, we're going to head up to the North County. Drew Cowell going to join us and uh, break down a couple of ball games for us tonight. Drew, how are you? Good, Coach. How are you? Uh, doing very well. Boy, uh, there's a good one tomorrow night. we got a team coming down from the southern section to Soro. They're 5-0 and on the year. They're going to go out to Poway and take on the 4-1 and Titans at 7 o'clock there at Poway High School. That ought to be a heck of a ball game tomorrow night. Yeah, it's going to be a great ball game. I'm excited to be out there. I'll be uh, giving some updates on it, but let's look at Poway. They're 4-1. Uh, number one, number 6 in Division 2, which is very loaded this year. Um, they rely on their run game with Josh Butler. He's got 660 yards so far in nine TDs, running behind that big offensive line out there. But um, their defense got a shutout last week versus West, Westview. It's centered around linebacker Colby Kopax, who leads their D with five sacks, and safety Vance Jackson, who also comes in with two INTs on the year. 
the Tesoro team from Rancho Margarita, they're number 42 in the state. They're a really legit team. They got a good defense allowing 11 points per contest this year with a balanced offense attack. So I'm looking for a defensive battle with Poway trying to control the clock with the run game and getting some home fuel, looking for an upset and a big win for San Diego. Drew, uh, the other game tomorrow night, you got Mount Carmel going on the road. They're two and three. They're going to head over to San Marcos. San Marcos right now, only one and three. Uh, that game's going to be at seven o'clock. And, you know, we saw San Marcos here about three weeks ago. They got beat by Oceanside, but they've got some weapons on offense. Oh, they got major speed outside with uh, Xavion Reese and Jalen Bain, who seriously, they got some game-breaking potential. And they'll try to air it out with sophomore quarterback Emmett Brown. We watched him play. He's a really legit prospect. He's got some schools looking at him. He's completing 69% of his passes, and he averages 192 yards per game. But they, uh, they're they one and three. They got tough. They've lost against tough opponents, Oceanside and Carlsbad last week, 28-7. And uh, Coach Anderson over there at Mount Carmel uh, got his team sitting at two and three. This ought to be an interesting ball game tomorrow night, I think. Yeah, Mount, I know it's pretty even battle. Mount Carmel sitting at two and three, coming off a rough, rough loss at Vista, forty-nine seventeen. They'll le- they'll look to keep it on the ground with uh, Ty and Jaden Virgin. I'm not sure if they're brothers, but it looks like they got a family affair in the backfield. <laughs> Ty has a. Uh, 392 yards and three touchdowns leading the team with Jaden pitching in 150 and a score himself. But um, I, I, San Marcos needs this win, so look for them to come out firing at home. All righty, Drew. Uh, good job, and uh, we'll look forward to those game reports tomorrow night when Braden and I are down uh, calling the Benita Vista Hilltop game. All right, yeah, good talking to you, Coach. Be well, my friend. Drew Cowell uh, joining us from the North County. Let's go out to the uh, East County now. Our man from uh, EC uh, Preps, Adam Paul, joins us. Adam, welcome. How are you tonight? I'm doing great tonight, Coach. How are you? Uh, doing very well. We had Coach Berner on earlier to talk about the Tony uh, Berner Memorial game. And let's start with that one. you got West Hills 2-2 two and two going on the road out to Lakeside to take on El Cap, uh, sitting at 0-4. And, and like uh, I mentioned to Coach Berner, not that I needed to tell him, uh, since game one when they only scored six, they've been putting a lot of points on the board. Problem is they're not stopping anybody defensively. No, you know, they, they you know, like like uh, Coach Burner said, they really could be 3-1 and one or 4-0. Oh. Uh, you know, they that game, that crazy game a couple weeks ago against Patrick Henry, they could have, you know, they came out in the second half and held Patrick Henry to six, six or seven points. Um you know, it, it's it's gonna be frustrating. I know, I, you know, talking to Ron, uh, Coach Burner after that game, um, he's all, you know, we just gotta figure out a way to to stop people. And like he said, like he was saying tonight, they're young on the defensive side of the ball, but they don't give up. And I, you know, they have to win this game, in my opinion. Looking at the rankings um, or the playoff rankings that just came out, they're down at the bottom of um, Division Three, and West Hills is on, believe in the 12th spot. So, um, you know, El Cap has to have this game in order to get some kind of uh, push to try and make the playoffs. Adam, uh, tomorrow night you got Madison 2-2, two and two, and they got a lot of talent. They've been up and down, though, very inconsistent this year. They're going to go down to and take on Grossmont. Grossmont right now, offensively especially, firing on all cylinders. They come into that ball game tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at 4-0. and 0. 
Yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, Madison, they've already taken on two of the teams in that in the, the uh, vaunted Grossmont uh, Hills League. Uh, they lost to Steel Canyon, and they uh, beat uh, Grant Hills a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, Grossmont, they're on a roll behind uh, Jamie Odom, who uh, <clears throat> who they're coming off a uh, 38-0 homecoming victory over uh, Valley View, um, in which he threw for 209 yards. Um, and a touchdown, and, and then he also ran for a couple scores. Uh, they have a really vaunted running game with behind Robert Tucker. Um, defensively, Chris Alba, they're led by Chris Alba, who had nine tackles in that game. Of course, on the other side, Madison, you know, you have, they have uh, Keontae Springs, um, <clears throat> excuse me, who, um, according to the stats I saw on Max Preps, he has uh, 568 yards, averaging almost 200 yards a game. Um, at an 11-yard uh, per carry clip, and he scored them um, eight touchdowns. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Madison can go down and play uh, game game. Uh, excuse me, clock control against that um, really, really fast-paced Grossmont Foothiller offense, who's just been on fire um, <laughs> these last few weeks. And of course, you know, you you guys saw him. They set the record at the time against Modern Day for most offensive yards in a game. Um, so we'll see. We're visiting with Adam Paul from EC uh, Preps, our, our guest here, and uh, breaking it down out in the East County. Oaks Christian coming down from the southern section. They're only two and three. They played a tough schedule, though. They're going out to take on Helix three and one, and you know this is going to be a tough game for Helix. Oaks Christian is very talented. I know people are looking at their record, but you got to look at their schedule. This is going to be another real uh, big ball game, I think, for the Helix Highlanders. They're on a real roll right now. Yeah, you know, uh, they they you know the last couple of weeks they've beaten both Cathedral Catholic and Santa God, Santa um, and Saints, and what um, we've coined out here in the East County the uh, the little um, got, the Gauntlet series. Um, you know, they they weren't favored in those games, um, so this is gonna be interesting. Helix comes into the game uh, 13th in the state according to Max Preps whereas the Lions of Oaks Christian are 31st in the state. They're led by uh, their quarterback, uh, Jameson uh, Wang, who last week against Marietta Valley threw for 292 yards, 292 yards and four touchdowns. Um, the running back, Derek Boyd II, ran for 146 yards and a score. Uh, for Helix, um, in their big game against Saints last week, um, Elion, um, excuse me, uh, Delshawn Trailer had a 62-yard rushing touchdown. Keontae Scott, um, who uh, came to Helix uh, via Las Vegas, has actually been a really uh, big surprise defensively. He had a big fumble recovery that set the tone for them last week, also had 89 yards receiving. Uh, Jeremiah Fletcher, um, another big defensive person for the Highlanders, he had a fumble recovery for a scoop and score. Uh, Christian Washington ran for 39 yards. And, of course, um, Fato Noah, um, he had his numbers, 273 yards and a score. Uh, you know, I, I don't know much about Oaks Christian other, you know, the fact that they're 2-3 and three record from, like you said, talking to a couple of people that I know. It's uh, very deceiving. They played a tough schedule. Obviously not the uh, Oaks Christian of, like, when Jimmy Clausen <laughs> was the quarterback. Um, so, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously, Helix isn't going to take them lightly. It's at Helix, so they'll have a big home crowd. Um, so we'll see. 
Hey, uh, Adam, great job tonight. We'll look forward to doing this again next Thursday night. Enjoy the ball game tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Have a good one. There you go. Uh, Adam Paul from EC Preps uh, giving us that East County report. Let's go down to the South Bay right now. Our man Luke Ramirez on the scene. Luke, how are we doing tonight? Excellent, Coach. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, good to have you, Luke. Uh, you're a regular, buddy. Uh, you don't have to thank me. We're glad to have you. <laughs> Hey, let's start off with uh, Claremont, 3-1, and one, coming down to the South Bay to take on uh, Southwest, 1-3. Uh, and three. That game's going to be at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. And, hey, the Chieftains playing uh, some good football after having some problems, you know, last year with numbers. Nice to see them uh, kind of resurrecting that football program. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like they've gotten a full head of steam, uh, three wins since that forfeit. Um, last week they beat San Ysidro 60 to 20. Uh, nice offensive output there, uh, from the Chieftains. Um, they're led by senior quarterback Ryan Christensen, um, who's 6'6, 205, uh, and stands in the pocket with great poise. I watched some tape, um, from, on him from last week and, you know, he can make a variety of throws out of the pocket. Looks really comfortable. Um, he actually moves pretty well for his size. I'm, I'm excited to see him in person tomorrow night. I'll be down at the San Diego Southwest checking him out. Um, he had 281 yards last week and two touchdowns, um, and I think he should have similar success uh, down in the South Bay tomorrow. Uh, Justin Rice has been their guy running out of the backfield. He scored three times last week. Um, so, I'm, like I said, I'm excited to see how he follows that up as well. Um, San Diego Southwest, they got their first win uh, of the season last week against Maranatha Christian. Daniel Carrillo had 114 yards rushing with two touchdowns and also an interception on defense. And uh, Ray Flores is another guy um, to keep an eye on. He goes both ways, um, gets a lot of tackles, and then uh, he also had 100 yards and a touchdown last week. All that being said, I think Claremont is able to continue their nice little roll they're on and uh, move on to 4-1. and Luke Ramirez uh, with our uh, uh, South Bay uh, games tonight, uh, breaking them down. Uh, Oceanside, a non-league affair, uh, three and one, going down to take on Olympian, who's only one and four right now. Yeah, Oceanside had that marathon win over LCC last week, uh, four overtimes. Um, and when your team comes off a win like that, you know that can be huge for momentum. Um, I read John Maffey's article, and uh, he got a great quote, uh, quote from Coach Dave Rodriguez. He said, "Going two and zero in the Avo is like finding gold wrapped in platinum. Uh, that's that's awesome, awesome stuff there. Um, and they should be able to carry over that grit they had against uh, LCC into a into a game against a struggling Olympian team. Um, obviously, they have Kavika Tua, who John talked about earlier. Um, he had 112 yards last week, and Jacob Harris passed for 261 yards um, and a touchdown pass as well." Uh, for Olympian, like I said, they're struggling. They had a nice road win in week one. Since then, they've lost their last three. But they have Lucas Hamilton at quarterback and a couple two-way guys in Anthony Gilpin and Daniel Humphrey. Uh, they'll try to help get the Eagles back on track and uh, get tuned up for what's going to be an interesting Metro Mesa League schedule. Um, I think Oceanside, even though it's going to be a very long uh, trip down, uh, one of the uh, one not not the only team traveling from uh, Oceanside down to Chula Vista. It'll be a long bus ride, but. Um, I still think they get a road win in this one. Yeah, we'll get to that El Camino Eastlake game here in a minute, but I, w- I want to talk about Mar Vista. They're one and four. They've got a good football program down there. They've, they've done good over the years. You know, they've had their ups and downs, but overall, it's been a pretty steady football program. But again, only one and four. They're going to go uh, down the road, take on Montgomery, who uh, suffered their first loss here, I think, last week, and, and they're mm-hmm. at four and one right now. 
Yeah, like you said, Mar Vista is definitely a, a good program. Got a lot of history. Um, you know, when you talk about the overall history of the South Bay, uh, Mar Vista is definitely a program that uh, has been prominent throughout that. Um, but it, uh, this season, it's all about Montgomery um, down in that area and uh, in the D4, uh, Division Four um, teams. They're they're four and one, like you said. They lost their their first game last week to to Santana, which um, you know it was actually a lot closer game than the score. Um, led to believe they they hung it right in there uh pretty i think there was only a minute left uh, in the third quarter it was only a one score game um and they've made a huge leap into a contending program uh if you want to check out an article in uh the ut that came out recently it was on their coaching staff um they're led by coach billy dunkel and actually there's a total of eight coaches that played in college football um players wise are led by junior jaheem williams and alexander dixie those are very exciting guys to watch they make impacts on both sides of the ball uh, mar vista is led by isaac maldonado who's uh, looking to add on to his four rushing touchdowns this season um after i saw montgomery last week you know i think they should definitely be able to bounce back from from that loss and uh, they're going to continue to make their case as the as the number two team in d4 behind santana Hey, Luke, the uh, final game, uh, you got El Camino 2-2. Two and two. Big win last week uh, against Torrey Pines. They're going down to take your on your alma mater, the 1-4 and four Eastlake Titans right now. Yeah, they uh, they did get a nice win against your beloved Falcons of uh, Torrey Pines. I had to throw that in there. Sorry. That's all right. I, hey, you know what? I, I'm, I, I can take it. I, I, I was a little bummed, I got to admit. Yeah, like you said, uh, if we're talking alma maters, uh, Eastlake hasn't been pretty as well. Um, but we'll start with El Camino. They're led by uh, Joe, Joey Armentrout. He had a pair of touchdowns last week. Um, Jordan Wilkins and Jacob Gathright um, each had a catch. And uh, Gathright also had an interception return for 50 yards for another touchdown. Um, you know, talking about Eastlake, they've really taken their lumps this season. Um, I know Coach McFadden is uh, – He's going through some stuff um, off the field as well, um, and I believe he's going to be—he's going to miss tomorrow's game. Um, I read that uh, he was put on administrative leave, and you know I've heard some things, but you know obviously can't really comment on hearsay and all that. You know we always wish the best for Coach McFadden, and uh, we know it's been a—we uh, know it's been a, uh, a tough year for the Titans, um, but I think they're in the—they're in the process of kind of just getting ready for that Mesa League. It's kind of like a lot of teams down in the Metro Mesa League, Otay Ranch, um, Olympian, Modern Day. They've all had tough schedules, and um, it's all about getting getting ready to go and beat each other up. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. You know, they're led, Eastlake's led by Mateo Law, uh, Emiliano Lozano, Coach, uh, I'm sorry, Andrew Camo. They each have two rushing touchdowns for Eastlake, and who kind of transitioned into a more run-heavy offensive attack, um, you know, after they lost Colmenero to St. Augustine uh last year uh i'm gonna take my titans though here i think they're gonna be able to get a nice win at home and uh, pick up some steam before heading into that wide open metro mesa league yeah we'll see what happens tomorrow night hey before you go i want to make sure uh do we have uh three u's in lucre sports uh it's actually four, if, if, four. Uh, for those who are counting four u's okay uh well you know Braden wrote this out for me and uh, he's writing like a doctor tonight so uh, uh so we got the lucre sports with uh four u's so that's your twitter handle we want to get you a few twitter followers out there yeah I appreciate it. you got you gotta say like luke like like the like the kevin Euclid thing luke i like that 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 was very original i don't expect something like that out of you Hey, hey, good job, uh, Luke, and uh, we'll look forward to doing Have a great ball game tomorrow night. Look forward to reading your article. Appreciate it, Coach.
There you go, uh, Luke Ramirez, great guy. And, uh, uh, you know, I met him. I, I knew about him from his Little League days. But uh, about uh, four or five years ago, I met him at, uh, up in uh, Long Beach. I was at Blair Field. And his brother, Ben, who's playing at uh, USC now, he was playing at East Lake, and uh, Luke uh, came up to me and John Maffey, and we started talking, and uh, he's just a marvelous guy. Again, uh, Luker Sports, L-U-U-U-U-K-E-R Sports, and that's his Twitter handle. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, Braden will join me, and we'll take it to the top of the hour. We're going to look at the top ten and some of the other big matchups tomorrow night. Coach John Cantero, Braden Soprenit, thanks for joining us on a Thursday night, 9-11 to on 97.3 The Fan. This is Samuel Scaife, wide receiver at St. Augustine High School, and the Saintsman play here at 97.3 The Fan. As we uh, work our way towards the top of the hour, reminder, I'll be on tomorrow afternoon. I'll be on uh, 12 to 3 tomorrow. And uh, one of the guys we're going to have on tomorrow uh, from uh, CBS, or no, from Fox, Fox. Jay Glazer going to join me on the program tomorrow. So that'll be interesting. Uh, talk a little MMA and a little NFL with him, and we'll uh, track down another guest or two. And then Braden and I are going to head out to Hilltop tomorrow night. we got the ball game at 7 o'clock on our Radio.com app. Uh, Benita Vista taking on the Hilltop Lancers. The Barons 3-2, and two, Lancers 4-1. Uh, and one. And I bring in Braden Soprenit. And Braden, before um, we get into talking about the top ten, and, and if we have time, we'll get to a couple of the matchups. Tell all of our listeners out there, uh, because you're doing a great job on these podcasts, let everyone know how they can get all this high school information. Well, the best way to do it is uh, to go on the Radio.com app. Uh, download it today. It's the uh, Radio.com app. It'll look up, uh, hook up to your location services. Uh, so if you're in San Diego, it'll pop up. Uh, click on the uh, little 97.3 The Fan uh, logo, and you'll be able to uh, go to our page. There's also a little button down there. It's a little guy with uh, uh, looks like waves above his head, a couple lines above his head, curved waves, uh, lines. Uh, that is the podcast page, and from there you can click on 97.3 The Fan On Demand. Uh, subscribe to that. We're also on iTunes. Subscribe to 97.3 The Fan on iTunes as well. And on there we have our high school football podcast that I do with uh, Chris Smith, top dog from KUSI. Uh, it's about 50 minutes, almost to an hour, of just straight high school football talk. We break down the week before. We talk about the stories around high school football, and we even answer your uh, you know, your Twitter questions. So if you got tw- uh, questions for either Chris or my Myself or even Coach John Cantera um, about high school football, tweet at us. Uh, I'm, of course, at B underscore SURP, uh, B SERP. Uh, and, of course, you can always tweet at 97.3 The Fan SD as well. And ask us some questions. That's always a good segment on our, uh, our poll as well. We break down our top tens and uh, we just do a full in depth, uh, full hour uh, commercial free uh, of high school football podcasting. And then, of course, if you download the radio.com app, you can listen to any of the high school football games uh, with myself and you, of course, Coach John. Cantera. Plus, we got updates from about six or seven games each and every night uh, throughout the county. So, uh, if you want to listen to a game while you're at a game, you can listen to us on the Radio.com app or on the website 97ThroughTheFanSD.com. And then, of course, uh, you can hear updates from all over the place. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It sounds like NFL on Sundays. You got people chiming in from all over the county, giving you uh, scores around the league. Well, not only that, uh, but uh, next uh, Friday night uh, when uh, the Padres are over, our game next week, and we'll have the Gwen and Chris program out of 
my uh, alma mater, uh, Torrey Pines. Braden and I are going to have the uh, Carlsbad Torrey Pines game a week from tomorrow night, but tomorrow night we'll be down at Hilltop for Bonita Vista and uh, Hilltop. Beautiful new stadium, by the way. Uh, I know. That's what we were talking with Coach uh, Wesley. You've been down there a couple times this week. I'm, I'm excited about being down there. But I'll remind everyone, once we get on the radio on Friday nights, you can still listen to the game on the Radio.com app. And I would urge, if you've got uh, relatives or friends that live outside of our listening area, make sure they download that Radio.com app. They could be anywhere in the world and listen to high school football on 97.3 The Fin. Braden, uh, I want to get to the top ten here. we got about seven minutes, but I want to start off with LaCosta Canyon. They lost a tough one last Friday night uh, up at Oceanside. An overtime game, they get beat, and they drop out of the top ten this week. Uh, and their only other loss was one point to San Clemente, who's having a great year so far. And then they also lost to Cathedral in week one as uh, as well. And that was kind of an anomaly for them uh, in, in terms of um, you know Cathedral and where they were at at the time being in Lacoste Canyon, uh, where they're at. Of course, uh, Osley Nicholas uh, only played like the first quarter of that game as well. I, I like Lacoste Canyon. Uh, I was kind of surprised that they lost to Oceanside in uh, four overtimes. We ran its four overtime game. Uh, I still and a think, low scoring game. Yeah, too. absolutely. And uh, you know they slowed down Kavika Tua. Uh, which I think is one of the best running backs in the county. He's unbelievably fast. Uh, I like Lacoste Canyon. I, I think they're gonna, you know, they'll they'll finish around the uh, two three spot. I think in the Avocado League. All right, let's uh, start uh, from ten and work our way up. My alma mater, uh, Torrey Pine, sitting at three and two. Uh, they uh, they get beat. Uh, Last week uh, at El Camino, uh, that that surprised me a little bit. That's very surprising. The even more surprising thing is they got swept by El Camino. Freshman JV and varsity all beat Torrey Pines, uh, which I thought was highly concerning. Uh, if you're a, a Torrey Pines fan, um, they they they're better than that. And uh, and I was I was really surprised by the outcome. Like you said, um, I I like to see them you know bounce back. They got a bye this week. They'll play Carlsbad next week. Uh, that's another tough game. But again, in the Avocado League, uh, whether it's the best league, the second best league the third best league. It's still one of the top leagues in San Diego, and it's a battle each and every week. Uh, Mission Hills, who was nine a week ago, they stay at nine with a three and two record. Mission Hills, uh, I... I they got a lot of things going on around uh, that school. A lot of things not gelling together with in terms of uh, you know the team. Um, you know it, they got the talent there. I'm curious to see how they do against the you know a lot more teams down here in uh, San Diego. Of course, they lost to Carlsbad their opening game against the uh, you know in the Avocado League. Uh, look for Mission Hills to try to battle back out of that, and I think you know their their team up there uh, in the top two three spot in the Avocado League. And you got Oceanside, who's playing really well right now. We saw them a few weeks ago at San Marcos. They, they've got some talent. They're 3-1. and one. They're going down to Olympian uh, tomorrow night. They're 1-4, and four, and the Pirates this week checked in at number 8. Uh, Olympian's got a pretty tough uh, league ske- or non-league schedule against all these teams that they keep scheduling. They played a lot of Avocado League schools. Uh, they're playing a lot of schools that uh, are pretty good around San Diego County, and it doesn't stop with the uh, Oceanside Pirates coming down to join them. Uh, I like the Pirates in this game, and I like Kavika Tua having a big day. Uh, number 7, Lincoln. Uh, they will be on the road tomorrow night to uh, go down and take on Modern Day Catholic. Lincoln right now 3-1 and one, Modern Day Catholic. Uh, they, they've had a couple of rough games, but right now they're sitting at 3-2. and two. Uh, I like Aiden Calvert a lot, but the story's not going to be Aiden Calvert. It's going to be how can that young defense slow down Lincoln's offense. Uh, that will be the uh, big determining factor in how that game plays out tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, number... Uh, six, Grossmont going to host uh, Madison. 
Uh, Madison coming in at two and two, and Grossmont right now. Tommy Carlos Ball Club uh, sitting at four and zero, oh, and they they've got some weapons on offense, and their defense is not bad. We'll have uh, updates on this game from Jordan Spurgeon uh, chiming in uh, to give us uh, some updates in t- during tomorrow's game between the uh, Warhawks and the Grossmont Foothillers. I- I'm excited for this one. Uh, aside from the game we're doing, of course, I think this is probably one of my favorite games of the week. Uh, Western League Grossmont Hills League uh, battle between Madison and Grossmont, and there's going to be a lot of speed and a lot of high tempo uh, between these two teams. Uh, you've got uh, Steel Canyon checking in in the San Diego ratings at uh, number 5. They're 4-0. and They're going to be at home tomorrow night to take on the 1-3 and Mirror Mesa Marauders. I thought this game uh, earlier in the season was going to be a lot better than it is right now. Uh, you know, Mirror Mesa is taking their lumps. It's not a really good season for them. They're going to try to bounce back and, and they're going to battle uh, regardless of what their record is and regardless of what their team's been playing so far this year, season. You know Chris Thompson's always going to have his guys ready to go. They're going to battle Steel Canyon, but I think Steel Canyon should be able to win with ease. Uh, Carlsbad, uh, they uh, are number four this week, and they got a good football team up there. And sitting at four and one right now, uh, Coach McNeil, uh, I'm sure we'll have him on the program next Thursday night. But he's really getting that program to be very, very consistent. Yes, he's done an unbelievable job. And he's actually this weekend going out to visit Steve Sarkeesian. He's one of his good time <laughs> friends over at Alabama. So as good as he is, he's going to go watch out uh, for that number two team in the country in college football and probably get some more knowledge as he comes back uh, uh, to coach him up against Torrey Pines next week. Yeah, that bye week uh, came at a really good time for Coach McNeil to go out <laughs> and see uh, Sark on that one. Number three after getting beat last Friday night over at Helix, St. Augustine sitting at four. Four and one right now, and uh, hey, you know what? They'll lick their wounds, but you know they're not going away. Uh, absolutely not. I think it's a three-team race, like you said, between uh, Helix Saints and Cathedral. I think Helix got a lot of things go their way in the last couple of weeks, not taking anything away from their win. I think uh, their two wins against Saints and Cathedral have been really great wins, uh, but I see Saints to bounce back, and I think they're going to be a big factor in the Western League, as well as Cathedral is the number two team on that list. And uh, Cathedral, as you mentioned, uh, coming in second this week. They were third a week ago. They're four and one. They're going to uh, host Otay Ranch tomorrow night there at Manchester Stadium. Uh, uh, Otay Ranch coming in with a 2-3 and three record. What I can tell you about the South Bay schools, they're not afraid to play anybody. Otay Ranch is playing a brutal schedule. They already played St. Augustine this year. They played Steel Canyon. Talked about Olympian playing a big schedule as well. I like Cathedral Catholic in this game by a long shot uh, just because I think uh, you know Cathedral's uh, definitely better than Otay Ranch. But Otay Ranch is a scrappy team. they got a decent line. Uh, they're going to give them everything they got. Okay, we got number one. We got about a minute to go. We got Oaks Christian. Uh, I know their records two and three, but they they play people. They don't uh, play, uh, you know, uh, patty cake teams. They they play good ball clubs. They're coming in to take on the three and one Helix Highlanders. Uh, I'm rooting for the Highlanders in this one because it would be another great win for San Diego. We were talking about it. Cathedral beating Saguaro. Cathedral beating Centennial. What a great job it would be for San Diego. It's Helix's turn to go represent San Diego, and uh, I think they'll do a good job tomorrow. And uh, Braden and I will uh, be uh, looking forward to bringing you the ball game tomorrow night. Again, the, you need to download the Radio.com app. We're going to be on the air at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, you've got the Benita Vista Barons. They're coming in uh, with a nice record now of 3-2, and two, a team that was 2-8 and eight a year ago. They're already 3-2. and two. They're playing with a lot of momentum right now, and they're going right down the street to take on Hilltop. Uh, the Lancers coming in at 4-1. and one. They got beat last week by the Morse Tigers. So it should be a good ball game, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in tonight. Remember, I'll be on tomorrow afternoon at 12 o'clock. And uh, for Braden Soprenit, Coach John Cantera, thanks again. 
And uh, we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow right here on 97.3 The Fan. Good night. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.